0: Creative Sandbox Way podcast, episode 158. Hello, I am Melissa Dinwiddie, and I help professionals connect the dots between creativity, play, and work, so you can be more productive and innovative improve the bottom line, and be a better leader in all areas of life and work. This podcast explores the stories of people who make creativity and play an everyday part of how they do business. Plus, you'll hear expert insight from cutting-edge researchers, thinkers, and authors studying the impacts of play and creativity in today's workplace. My mission is to show you not only how play and creativity can help you get ahead, but why it's an essential tool in your kit. Now let's start digging in the sandbox. This episode is sponsored by the 6th Annual Create and Incubate Retreat, September 12th through 16th, 2018. Give space to your art for five days with me and walk away transformed. We will play and you will transform. It's a small retreat only 12 people total, including me. I have space for a couple of more people because most of the spots were snapped up by returning alums. So as of right now, only a couple spots left. Early bird pricing and installment plans are available and you can see what past retreatants have to say about the experience and come join us at createandincubateretreat.com that's createandincubateretreat.com as you know i alternate between guest interviews and monologues for lack of a better term and today is a monologue in january I finally realized that my very painful, very stiff right shoulder, which had been very painful and very stiff for I don't even know how long, a year, maybe? Many, many, many months. I realized that it was not getting better. Even with all the massage and all the stretching that I had been doing, I just finally woke up and realized that it had been months. And my shoulder was not getting better. Like, it was like a light bulb went off. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. So I made an appointment with my doctor, who prescribed physical therapy. I thought I had frozen frozen shoulder. My shoulder felt very frozen. (laughs) Turns out I did not have frozen shoulder. I don't know what I had. But anyway, she prescribed physical therapy and I had my first appointment back in January, and for the first several weeks, all I did was a few stretching exercises, moving stretches. My physical therapist, Cindy, had this mantra, motion is lotion, motion is lotion, which I really liked. And she showed me these stretches, and... I did them. I was dedicated because I, I was really sick and tired of being in pain every time I tried to move my arm in certain ways and like reach behind me to get get something in the car or whatever. It was extremely painful. So I did my stretching homework daily. But when I went in to see my massage therapist, who very confusingly is also named Cindy, She was a bit taken aback that my physical therapist had not given me any strengthening exercises. She said, your shoulder needs stabilizing. Why didn't she give you any strengthening exercises? (laughs) Well, maybe my shoulder needs strengthening. But I have been seeing my massage therapist, Cindy, every two weeks for years, and that didn't prevent my shoulder from becoming totally frozen. So I figured let's let Cindy, the physical therapist, do her job. And lo and behold, the next time I saw Cindy, the physical therapist, my range of motion had increased significantly. And Cindy, the physical therapist, did give me one strengthening exercise to be done with a yellow TheraBand. Now, if you're not familiar with TheraBands, they're sort of like enormous rubber bands, and they come in different colors, which signify different levels of resistance. And yellow is the wimpiest. (laughs) So I had this one little wimpy strengthening exercise. And I did that religiously, just like I continue to do the stretching, motion is lotion exercises. And it wasn't until my next physical therapy appointment, a few weeks after that, that Cindy, the physical therapist actually got me started on dun, 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 dumbbells. She handed me these teeny tiny pink one pound weights. I mean, they were ridiculous looking. They looked like doll weights and they felt like nothing. They were pink and I'm not talking pink, like vivid power pink, you know, but light powder pink, the color that is reserved for wimpy things that we don't take seriously, right? Like little babies and kittens and bunnies. They were so, they just looked like Barbie weights And doing one rep with that one pound dumbbell, I could feel it. At the end of my range of motion with that tiny little weight, it hurt. So Cindy, my physical therapist, told me to rein it in and to not rotate my arm all the way to stay just inside the pain threshold. So I did. And here is what's really interesting. Within a day or two, I was able to rotate my arm much more. And by the end of a week, I was swapping out those one pound weights for two pound weights. That is 100% progress. Amazing, right? I mean, two-pound weight still sounds really wimpy, but if you compare it to one-pound weights, that's really impressive. And by week three, I had climbed up to three-pound weights. That's 200% progress. So Cindy, the physical therapist, swapped me to a brand-new exercise that's harder to do, and I'm starting that exercise all the way back down with the one pound weights again. And again, I couldn't get all the way my full range of motion with those one pound weights the first day that I did them, because it hurt. But the second day, I was able to get my full range of motion with those one pound weights. Meanwhile, the number of exercises that Cindy has me doing has stayed the same. Three exercises. So it's ridiculously achievable, which is a mantra of mine. (laughs) And what I love about this approach, ridiculously achievable, one pound weights, what I love about this approach is how easy it is to be successful. So guess what? I am seeing and feeling consistent progress, both with range of motion and decrease in pain. Oh, and by the way, I'm getting more buff in the process too, which seriously does not suck. <laughs> I have muscles. <laughs> who who knew that you could develop muscles with one pound weights, right? Of course, I, you know, went up to three pound weights with that exercise before dropping back down to one pound weights with a new exercise. But anyway, the point is, All of this is exactly the philosophy behind my Creative Sandbox Way guidepost number four, think tiny and daily. In other words, make it ridiculously achievable. Because if you give yourself a huge task or, and here's really the crux of the matter, even a task that you think isn't huge, say maybe it's the equivalent of a three-pound weight, if you give yourself that task when you're not ready for it, it's like trying to do a rehab exercise when your body can really only handle a one-pound weight. Three-pound doesn't seem like much, but if your body can really only handle a one-pound weight, three pounds is way too much. And let's face it, a lot of the time, (laughs) we throw ourselves 10, 20, 30-pound tasks expecting ourselves to be superhuman when we've never even worked those particular muscles. It's crazy. So my question for you is, where... In your life, in your work life, or maybe in your home life, where is it time to pull out the one pound weights, those powder pink, teeny, ridiculous looking doll size weights? Where is it time for you to pull them out? Where do you need to give yourself permission to use some starter effort to get stronger at something that you feel weak at. It might feel really ridiculous. You might feel really stupid (laughs) lifting those stupid pink, dorky looking dumbbells, but it makes a difference. It'll get you stronger because you'll do it and you won't kill yourself in the process. So for me, one of the areas where I need to pull out those one pound weights is networking and learning to sell my corporate workshops and trainings. Networking and selling are new skills for me. Sales sales is something that involves a whole plethora of skills, starting with connecting with the right people who are actually looking for what you have to offer, right? Sales is not twisting anybody's arms. It's connecting with the right people who are actually interested in what you are offering. And in order to say, for example, to book five workshops, it's likely that I'm going to have to initiate a hundred conversations. And for this native introvert, that is not an inherently strong muscle. (laughs) So guess what? It's time for me to pull out the one pound weights. And I am also breaking down the other components of networking and selling to learn exactly what those skills are. What, what are the skills that make up networking and selling? And what reps do I need to do with one pound weights in order to build up those muscles, right? Because once you break an intimidating task down into its component tasks, then it becomes a lot less overwhelming and a lot easier to heft, right? You can heft one, one pound weight at a time a lot more easily than a 100 pound weight, for example. So now it's your turn. Where in your life do you have to pull out some one pound weights? And as you are thinking about that, I am going to move on to something cool. This week's something cool is a video which I've posted in the show notes. It's just a delightful, entertaining entertainment piece of fluff. <laughs> It is from Portlandia. It's a This American Life parody, which I, it just gave me the chuckles. So I thought you might enjoy it. It's in the show notes. It is two Portlandia actors (laughs) portraying Ira Glass or somebody similar to Ira Glass and an assistant (laughs) who uh, go to a police station and um, yeah check it out. It's embedded right in the show notes there. So I hope you enjoy it. That's it. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if it resonated for you. And thank you so much for joining me today. If you're getting value out of this podcast, share it with a friend, and maybe your enemies too. (laughs) I would be super appreciative if you take a moment to hop on over to the Apple podcast player or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a rating and review. And if you don't know how to do that, I got you covered. You can go to creativesandboxway.com slash iTunes dash review. That's creativesandboxway.com slash iTunes hyphen review. I've got step by step instructions right there for how to leave your rating and review. And those ratings and reviews are super important because they are how other people find the show. So although it does stroke my ego to get a nice review, the real reason to do it is to help other people find the show and make a difference for somebody else. So also, if you email me to let me know that you left a review, and let me know how the podcast has made a difference in your own life, that is how you can apply to be considered for the listener spotlight. If I pick you, we will have a really fun, really relaxed conversation, and you will get to be featured on the podcast, how cool is that. So that is it. Thanks again for joining me, and until next time, go get creating. Bye. Subscribe at creative sandboxway.com slash podcast.